0: This is the Pathways to Greatness podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Forrester. It's not about the talent you have, but the mindset you bring to it. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, hands down, has to be considered one of the most elite athletes to ever walk the earth. Why? Was it his athletic ability? Possibly But for me, it was the mindset and the willingness to prepare better than anyone else is truly what made him elite. Today, our student athletes are facing challenges that haven't ever been seen before. So much social media, actively having to market themselves, the transfer portal, NIL, it goes on and on, and not to mention, they have to keep their grades up. Winging it and just seeing what happens is not the strategy needed, but it's what most athletes, coaches, and parents are using. You have to be intentional. You have to invest in skills that scale with life. With this highly competitive environment, how do student athletes separate themselves from the crowd? Be elite. Apart from having athletic statistics and grades, what does this mean? Well, let me introduce you to the Elite Edge 90 day program. The Elite Edge 90-Day Program is designed to assist the student-athlete to develop the mental performance to have the self-discipline, self-awareness, and focus necessary to navigate internal and external challenges. The program will also assist in developing a real specific plan that will help them achieve their own individual goals. Each athlete will also be able to communicate their mission, vision, and values that make them unique imagine how this will be received when they are looking to differentiate themselves during the recruiting process what will be learned in these 90 days can be used for the rest of their lives this is scalable i'm offering the elite edge program live or virtual and one-on-one group or team options are available so reach out today to learn more about the elite edge 90-day program and highlight coaching and consulting In today's episode, I have the privilege of speaking with Russell Rogers. So he is the founder of the Move Today 365 movement. And it's an incredible movement that it's simply that. It's to get out and move on a regular basis. And he's encouraging everyone to join him on the second Saturday of every month for a two-mile walk. And I really like this because it's something that we all should do and we all need to do, and that's to build a community of people who like to go outside and move, and to do things that will help you mind, body, and spirit. And this is a fun episode because we talk about a lot of different things, but the analogy that we that, that I got hung up on in a positive way is hitting a ball off a tee, and how there's so many things in life that we just need to simplify and put it on a tee and focus on the little things to be more effective and not worry about trying to hit all the fastballs, curveballs, change-ups, those type things, is first figure out and equip ourselves on how to do the basics, and that's swing a bat and hit the ball. So without further ado, Russell Rogers.
1: It is awesome, man. I appreciate this.
0: Oh, you're very welcome, and it's it's been fun. Thank you for tagging me on all those reels because I like, because the algorithm so many times, if I haven't seen much of your stuff, it just will fly by and I won't even get to see sure. it.
1: Yeah, no, that's great, man. I, uh, I so appreciate, you know, being with you, joining you. And uh, this is a great opportunity. And I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to, uh, you know, to give back and to uh, share with others about you as well.
0: Well, I'm I'm grateful for the the crew that you met that then connected immediately. Kelly was like, I, I guess y'all had just met, and he connected me with you, and I'm I'm grateful for that as well.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I talked to Kelly maybe like two days before I talked to you, or maybe a day. um so yeah i was like all right i'm contacting jeff let's make this happen man let's
0: do this that's awesome well everybody this is russell rogers and we're going to get into more of of who he is and his cause um but russell i like to play a little game called would you rather are you ready i'm ready okay would you rather freeze time or go back in time
1: hmm freeze time
0: okay why so
1: because I enjoy every moment that I get to spend with my children and my grandbabies.
0: Okay. How many, how many children and how many grandbabies?
1: So I have three children. I've got a daughter in Connecticut. She has uh, three sons, six, four, and uh, two, and uh, with her husband. And then I have a daughter here in Santa Cruz with two girls, uh, five and three. And then I have a son down in uh, Los Angeles area.
0: Very cool. Now, is it what yeah. everybody says that grandkids are the absolute best? It is the
1: best. Um, I, I am one that just loves being with kids. I enjoyed raising my children. Um, but, you know, being around my grandbabies, I just can't get enough of them. But the beauty that everybody says is you get to ship them back to the parents, right? <laughs> uh, you know, because when you get used to the uh, single life and, you know, being on your own, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's nice, but it's nice being with the grandbabies and your children as well.
0: Yeah. But I've learned this phrase from a friend of mine and my mom lives up to it, but she's the grandma's on. So anytime grandma comes around, you know, the Amazon truck is not far behind her.
1: <laughs> That's a great name. I love that. Um,
0: okay. So would you rather live without
1: music or TV? um mm, that's a good one tv okay Love, i love my jams what
0: what do you like to listen to
1: you know i i don't really have one distinct music that i like uh i pretty much uh a vast array of music um i like oldies i like 80s of course that's when i grew up uh but i like some smooth jazz as well i like uh i like a little good jazz band and um whether it's a concert, you know, live concert, or just putting on, you know, some headphones and working out to some good tunes, good music is good for the soul.
0: Now, is it humbling to you as it is to me when we consider 80s as, as uh, old music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it feels so long ago. But, you know, it really wasn't that long ago, but it sure does, man. But, you know, it's funny because I, I talk with a lot of um, younger kids, and they love the 80s jams they do i mean i mean i'm not being biased because that's the time i grew up but the 80s were fantastic they were great bands it was great music uh most of it was clean you know um, and you can understand the words and uh and it's still present today
0: yeah I, I agree my son's a huge fan of all that 80s music and like when we work out it's um, van halen or old metallica you know and then we this is old, too, because it's like 30 years old, but like Foo Fighters and some of those other things, oh, the yeah. 80s, 90s, early 2000s, just good music. I don't care what anybody says. I'm with you.
1: Yeah, I was a Steve Perry Journey fan.
0: Yes. And
1: uh, his uh, to me, his voice was unrivaled, man. That guy could hit him. you know, hit those notes, and it was pure.
0: I don't so, know, that uh, new guy, he sounds really oh, close to Steve Perry. He does.
1: It almost sounds... It almost sounds like it's him. Yeah, you know? that's it's, funny, but
0: it's true. It's nuts. Okay, would you rather have pizza or tacos?
1: Tacos any day. Well, I was quick on that answer, wasn't I? You were. You. Well, <laughs> I figured Southern California. You had to be. Yeah, give me some carnitas, fish tacos, meat tacos, chicken tacos. It doesn't matter. I'll eat them. But yeah, and the and what you can put in them is fantastic. Yep. Exactly.
0: Okay, so one more question. It's not a would you rather, but it's a new question that I'm throwing in for 2024. Is if you came with a warning label, what would it be?
1: I would say warning. Be aware of TV devices that will sap your time from your family. It will sap time from your life. And uh, take away from the good, pure things that you could be doing with your family, or outside, or with others.
0: Okay. Well, that fits right into your move today, three sixty-five <laughs> movement. <laughs> great, great it's transition. <laughs> yeah, good segue. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Well, everybody, this is Russell Rogers, and like we said earlier, I'm. Recently, just became acquainted with him um, through Kelly Siegel and, and a few others, and he is the founder of the Move Today 365 Movement. He's also an author, and I got I, I gave you this moniker, a distributor of positivity, um, yeah. because if you follow um, what you're putting out, it's all positive, motivating, genuine. That you just care for other people and you want to see people succeed and and be happy. And that's really cool. when I can that. get behind that.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
0: Well, the, the pathways to greatness podcast, I started it back at the beginning of 2023 with the sole desire of wanting people to see that everybody has a different definition of greatness and nobody's pathway is linear. There are always Thanks. the ups and downs and twists and turns. And ultimately I wanted to bring people like yourself on to share lessons learned, tactics, strategies for people just to continue on, on their pathway to greatness and not quit. I just don't want people to quit. Pivot. Yes. Quit. No. So Russell, what would be your definition of greatness?
1: Mm. You know, I was a personal trainer for baseball and softball athletes for almost 20 years. And I got to tell you that during that time and building those relationships with those kids, some of them would come, their parents would bring them one time, some would bring them 10 times, and others I trained for almost 10 years. And I had one particular parent that came to me and said, my kid can't touch the ball when they're at home plate. Can you just help them build their confidence? Can you help them try to just touch the ball? It doesn't even have to go into." fair territory just touch it so just working with that child about three different times and then hearing back from that child the smile that was on his face when not only did he foul the ball off but he actually put the ball in play and got a hit and the parent came back and you know this kid didn't go on to you know play professional baseball or anything like that i have no idea what he's doing today He's probably doing great, but just that moment of building confidence in somebody is huge to me, and that confidence can be in any array of life, and so I I just, uh, I love that moment because, you know, I've trained some very successful athletes, but knowing that this kid, in his limited abilities at age 10 was able to not just strike out every single time, but at that moment, he became great in his mind. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a powerful story. And I'd be curious when you talk about confidence. I know that's something that throughout my life I've lacked multiple times that has held me back. It's Mm. created fear because I wasn't confident. Um, that I could do something. So then I just didn't do it because I was afraid of failing. So how do you help people build the confidence that they need just to swing the bat and try to hit the ball?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. You know, the thing about it is I, I feel that baseball, softball is one of the most difficult things because you have a ball that's moving at you at different speeds, uh, different angles, heights, lows, ins, outs, you name it. And um, so what we would do is we would break down to the very of it and say, okay, we're going to work off of the tee. I mean, professionals still this day work off of the tee because they've got to break down into the mechanics. So when you're building a kid's confidence, it's breaking down that swing into little bite-sized pieces that they can understand how to swing a baseball bat or how to catch a ball, or how to field a ball. And of course, this is, you know, in any aspect of life, it's breaking it down. It's even even breaking your own self down. And how can I grow as a person? Let's get back to some basics. Let's get back to some fundamentals of building ourselves up, but also building these athletes up just like what you're doing there in Florida.
0: Yeah, and i the, the visual when you said breaking it down and putting things on the T is so good because so many of us as adults, we don't feel like that we have the right to put things back on the T and to yeah. start from simple. So when yeah, you're man. looking at life lessons and we're talking to an adult, let's say, that is struggling with either fitness or health, your, your move today movement. How do people put real things in life on a T and then start breaking things down?
1: Yeah, first, they got to choose it, man. They've got to make that choice in their life to be able to want to get off the couch. They want to make that choice to eat healthy. They have to make that decision to say, I am not going to sit inside my home and do nothing any longer. And if you're 50 to 100 pounds overweight, you can still do this, but you have to make that choice of saying, I am gonna do this. I'm gonna do this for me. And you know, in, in my case, like I do it for myself, my own health, and, but I, I do it for my kids. I do it for my grandkids because I wanna be around. And obviously I'm not in control of that timeline, but I wanna do what I can do. So when you break it down to somebody uh, who is not motivated, right? let's say, let's get motivated to just go out and take a hundred to a thousand steps just to start, right? But it's a choice. I mean, about maybe 10, 12 years ago, you know, I, I was eating three meals a day and I was about 30 pounds heavier than what I am right now. And it's just like, I had to make a choice to say, I wanna eat healthier and I wanna do the things that are right for me. And everybody has that personal choice. So, yeah, I can choose to sit and watch TV. I can choose and and, and be on my device. I can play video games. I I can do nothing. But, you know, we go back to the 80s. Things were a little simpler back there. 70s, they were very simple back there. And we didn't have all this technology that is consuming a lot of our kids today and uh, even adults. So let's make that choice to say, for me, I want to be healthier. To me, for me, I want to move. And uh, but it, because it's best for me and anybody that's around me, especially family.
0: Yeah. And you I want to hang on this baseball tee analogy because it's it sure. just is resonating very strong. And what you shared a second ago also is times are different now than the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, as we keep going on backwards. And for me, and I'm curious your thoughts, it's options. And you had less as you went, as you go back in time. So you talked about eating right now. You have any option to eat out than you could ever imagine. I remember growing up in the eighties and the seventies, there weren't as many options to go out to eat or, so you just ate at home because there weren't any options. So choosing what you ate was a little easier than it is now. So, What what Russell's sharing with everybody is finding that one thing. Don't try to do, don't try to work on every pitch. Break down how you handle the ball on the tee first. So like you said, diet, put that ball on the tee and start figuring out, okay, how do I just eat better? Don't worry about all the different things that are going to come at you is limit your options and just say, you know what? I'm just going to stay at home. I'm not going to eat out like take that off the table and then be able to move forward. Um, So thank you for that, that visual. And it's, it's continuing to spin in my mind. So any thoughts that you have on what I just shared?
1: Yeah, I I think, um, you know, when it comes to a kid that is wanting to learn basketball better, volleyball, baseball, whatever, as a coach and breaking, going back to that T analogy, is it really comes down to discipline because I can take them for 30 minutes or an hour and work with them and work with them. But the last thing that I say to them is listen, I can't change you in this 30, to one, 30 minute to one hour segment. You have to go from here and you have to work on it. You have to be disciplined. So people that are disciplined are going to move quicker They're going to go down this line of whether it's, you know, a discipline of not eating as much or discipline as in eating healthier, discipline and walking, discipline and moving, whatever it is. But we break it down to that T and we say, we're going to do this along the way, but then you have to work on it. You can come back to me in one week and you haven't done anything. So we're still in the same position that we were a week ago. But if you go out and work on these things, guess what? You're going to improve. So why do
0: you think <laughs> it's, you, you've you brought, and I know this has nothing to do, well, I guess it has something to do with your move today, but it's such a fascinating conversation of where we've headed is you talked about the, when you're with somebody for the hour and you work and you see the attention and they really want to do it. And inevitably, everybody goes home and they just go back to what they've always done, but expect different results because they've spent 30 minutes or an hour with a coach or a trainer. What happens? What do you think happens in this moment and when they leave the moment of working with a coach or working on the tee, that they fall away from
1: being disciplined? Well, they... they... <clears throat> they feel like they got better and they and they did improve, right? In that 30 minute to one hour segment. But I I just think that it, it goes back to that D word, the discipline word of just saying, you know, um, I feel like I've improved. I feel like I've gotten better, right? But in reality, if we're not working on it, we're not improving because imagine if you gave one kid one hour of training for a week and did nothing for the next six, seven days and you gave that same level of kid that same uh, teaching training time, and they worked on it three, four, or five times during that week, that kid is going to excel, right? So we get comfortable in our position of where we are, you know, Uh, and I I just think it's, you know, comfortability of just saying, I'm happy with where I'm at, Mm -hmm. you know, and there are a lot of options out there, there are a lot of things other to, you know to do. I can go hang with my friends. I can stay at home. I can be with my family. I can hang out in my room. But if I am disciplined and I work on it each and every day, I'm going to improve in every facet of life there is if I'm working on whatever is before me.
0: Yeah, when you were talking, I thought of a phrase of get used to being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> because it's Not that good. when you go home, it's awkward. It, it's not as easy as it was working with Coach Russell as he helped me swing the ball. I hit the ball so great when I was with him, but now I come home and do a couple of swings and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And right. what, what Russell and I are saying is just keep swinging, keep swinging. That's Remember right. what coach said, do little small incremental gains and you will see overall improvement throughout your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah,
1: because the, the people that are hungry... And desire that they're going to improve, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's just getting it's getting back to the basics. It's doing those things. It's being disciplined in every in every phase of life if you want to grow, and whatever that is in, in in front of you. You know what I mean? And uh, so I just encourage people out there, whatever you're facing right now, whatever challenges, whatever choices you're trying to make, just start with the basics. Get back to that T analogy, and just start with one. In your life and work on it.
0: So good, so so good. So Russell, share with everybody the thoughts around the, your movement 365 and and where it came from and what you want people to be doing.
1: That's awesome. Great question. Well, so I'm a I'm a landscaper and I own a company and I've been doing it for 20 years. And as you probably know this from what we've been talking about for the last. Also 20 years, I've been doing personal training. I've done coaching at the collegiate level. I've worked with kids. I worked at an orphanage for two years down in Mexico. So basically all of my adult life, I've been working with kids. So about three and a half years ago, I was just like, you know, I love what I do and I'm passionate about landscaping, but I want to do something more. I want to, I want to make a difference, you know? And I felt like when I was doing personal training you know, you're one on one, man, you're making an impact, as you know, Jeff, you're making an impact in your life, because you're speaking into those lives. And um, so, you know, in my business, I, I I have that opportunity with my workers, and maybe with the client. And when you're done with the, with the project, it feels great for me looking, taking something from dirt and creating it and seeing the beauty of it. However, it's not the inside it's not your heart it's not your life it's not your mind it's more physical and so when I started thinking about it I was like what do I want to do and so I started thinking about this process and and I was like okay I know exactly what I'm gonna do I'm gonna write a book I am not a writer (laughs) okay I'm not a writer I am now I'm an author which is still hard for me to you know bring in and and think about this, right? It's like, wow, I can't believe this. So, but I did it, right? I put my mind to it and everything. So I took a couple of flights. I bought a notebook and it stayed empty for months because I didn't know what to put down. And then I was actually on a flight and I took that notebook, which was still empty. And all of a sudden, bam, I knew what it was. And I started writing. I had about three hours and I was just writing, 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 writing. And so I decided at that moment, I'm going to write a book. Seems crazy to me, but, and I kept it quiet. I didn't tell family. I didn't tell friends. No, nobody. I just, you know, started putting this. And then I was like, okay, well, what do I want to do with this book? And so I decided instead of just doing one book, I did five books and I was going to launch them at different points in time, maybe over a year period. But the publisher and I, we decided we're going to just launch these all at once. So we worked hard for eight months and got these five books together to start today which is the name of the books and so it's the first 5 years of a kid's life so each book represents a year so the psychology behind it is basically as the parent is reading to their child or grandparent is reading to their grandchild that it encourages them to get outside and do an activity together so you know an infant really do a whole lot right So, you know, the parents pack them up and they take them for a walk in the stroller. They take them on a hike. You know, they take them down to the beach and get some fresh air. But all of these activities are basically outside activities and it's encouraging families to do activities together. So, this is where Move Today 365 came from. It was birthed from these books. And uh, so, when we launched the books in June of last year, It was some months ago after that, that a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you take one of these activities and make it into action, right? Turn it into action. So we decided to take a walk. We established this in October. And so the second Saturday of every month is move Today 365. And so we here in uh, Santa Cruz, we do a two mile walk from natural bridges to the lighthouse. We do it at 830 in the morning, and I encourage, you know, my friends and family and others in the community to join me. And now I'm taking this across the nation, encouraging people, let's get out on the second Saturday of each month. You do your two-mile walk. You name the place. You gather friends. You gather family. But we're all moving together across the nation for the rest of the year on this particular date. And we know that people are active and they're doing stuff. They're surfing, surfing, they're biking, they're hiking, they're walking, they're exercising, they're in the gym. But this is uh, this is a movement. Move Today 365. And I'm so excited about it. And um, so I hope that people will hear this. They hear this message and they're encouraged by it. And they will get out with their friends and make it happen. And so let's go. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. and And it's such a great initiative. Because it goes back to what we said earlier about putting something on a tee. If you put just going outside once a month, he's not saying you got to do this every single day, once a month, that will start you swinging at the ball on the tee. And that once a month will become twice a month, will become once a week. And as you progress, the next thing you know is you go every day. And I'm interested from your perspective, you know, for us, when, when COVID happened, we were very intentional and our neighborhood in Florida, now granted, Florida had some, some privileges that other States did not have as it pertained to being able to go outside. And what was interesting is during that two years, whatever it was, is we saw more bikes, more families out than ever, including me and my family. Once everything was lifted and everybody was allowed to go back to their normal every day. So it goes back to options. We don't see many people outside anymore. We as a family don't go out as a family anymore. Either I'll go walk the dog or some will walk the dog. Occasionally my daughter will walk the dog and my wife, but it's not together. And It's and this is a great conversation because it's a it's a very literal reminder to me when you talked about those first five years as well. So I looked at covid. I'm thinking of covid right now, but I'm also thinking of the when my kids were young, my wife and I would get out and we'd walk the neighborhood every night. We'd get the baby in the stroller and we'd go. And it was just our thing. And we loved it. We were closer than ever. Everything was great. We don't do that anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Help people see the the challenges of all the options, and not doing something like Move Today three sixty five is hurting their emotional, physical,
1: spiritual
0: well being.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that um, connection is a huge thing, and I, I was talking about this these books and this movement with the guy that I played beach volleyball with last weekend. And he said, you know, he said, you know, longevity to life, you know, is about eating right. It's about community, but it's also about movement, Mm -hmm. you know? And I thought, wow, you know, those three points. And, and obviously there's many, many other things that we can bring into it, but those are three basic simple things in life We need to be surrounded by people, whether it's our family, it's our friends, it's our community. We need to be surrounded by people. Right. It's healthy. It's healthy to get outside. Um, Movement. Huge. Right. Getting the heart rate up, moving about and getting that fresh air. And of course, you can combine that with community as well. Right. And uh, and then, of course, eating right as well. You know, I, I, I see it all the time. And I, uh, I have a story. I was down at the beach, this is about three years ago. I was down at the beach and, and playing smash ball, which is like ping pong, um, without a table, without a net on the beach. And I was playing with my buddy and this little eight year old kid came up, sat down in the sand and started watching us play. And um, after a few minutes, he's like, hey, can I play him? And my friend Bob goes, yeah, here, take my paddle and you can play with the rest. So he and I ended up playing for about 45 minutes. And uh, we had a great time. We're talking. His family was just, you know, not too far away and siblings. And um, so anyway, I go, all right, buddy. I I said, I got to go. And, uh, you know, so we went over. He and I went over to the seawall. We were sitting there a few more minutes. And he looks at me and I just met him 45 minutes earlier. And he goes, you know, today was the greatest day of my life. And I was like, wow. I mean, it was so impactful for me. Here I am, three years later, telling you on your podcast this story. I mean, it still resonates within me. It you know, brings tears to my eyes as I share the story. I would much rather him tell his parents that statement. Today is the greatest day of my life. I'll accept it. And I love it because spending that time together, right? And so we have choices, We can choose to sit and do nothing. We can choose to spend time with others. We can choose to spend time with family, you know? And so with those choices, what are we gonna do in our life? What kind of impact are we gonna make? And um, so I went up to my house to end the story. I went up to my house, I grabbed a couple of old smash ball paddles. I brought them back down to him and I said, hey, I, I hope that you'll take these back and you'll play with your parents in your backyard, your front yard, your friends and everything. Two years later, they're back down here at the beach. They're pretty, they're regulars. They visit here all the time. And uh, two years later, I see him. He's got a smash ball paddles. He's out there with his siblings. He's out there with his parents and they're playing smash ball together. And I just thought this, this is fantastic. Message was heard. The kid takes the paddles, implements it into their family play and they're having a great time with one another. So that story, you know, Means so much to me, and it's so it's about those choices that we're going to make and the options that are there. We can choose to sit and do nothing, or we can choose to get up and do something and make those times together memorable.
0: Russell, that is an amazing story. I was I was fighting it (laughs) when you were telling it. I'm a crier, anyways, but that it it's powerful not just for the young man, but that was a potential family changing event that happened yeah. with smash ball paddles in 45 minutes on the beach that that changed the trajectory of that family there's yeah. no question because of that that small random act of kindness and just a hint everybody it's very difficult to be giving random act of kindness if you're sitting in your house by yourself
1: absolutely Absolutely. If you're
0: outside, go outside because you will encounter people. And in the one of the, the previous episodes, when this one is released, it's with Dr. Rob Kelly. And he talked about the power of just recognizing little things with people. And he's like, take, for instance, someone's shoes. He goes, just if you see somebody walk by, say, hey, nice sneakers. He goes, because that releases endorphins and dopamine for you and for the other person so kindness helps both people in feeling better and that's your message so what are some other fun things that when people are out doing their two-mile walk that you would encourage them to incorporate in what they're doing
1: um as far as outside of the walk itself
0: well, just like while they're on the walk, like help yep. people be creative. Cause I'm not looking past some people going, okay, I'm just going to go walk, but not right. really embrace the moment while they're out there for the <laughs> 30 plus minutes.
1: Um, well, first of all, you know, it's always a choice to just get out. And it's always easier if you have somebody that you can be accountable to, or they can be accountable to you. And, um, and so if, if that's a sibling, if it's a parent, if it's a child, if it's a neighbor, whatever, your best friend, just say, hey, you know, on a regular basis, we don't have to actually set the day that we're gonna go and do this, but let's at least get out and do this together at least a couple times a week. Some people do like that schedule. They like to say, hey, every Tuesday at 6 p.m., we're gonna get out and walk. Uh, Saturday morning, we're gonna get out at noon and we're gonna go walk, right? A lot of people don't like to walk. I hate to run. I'm not a runner. I was an athlete, still an athlete. I'll take a sprint over a long distance run any old day. Those long distance runners can have their thing, man. That's not my deal, right? But, uh, you know, it's it's finding something that you love to do. Some people love to ride bikes, right? Some people like to lift weights. Some people like to hike, you know? And I've got a good friend. They go up to Yosemite probably, I don't know, 12, 15 times a year, and they hike, him and his wife. So you've got to find something that you're passionate about and do it, right? We go back to the tea analogy. You don't have to go out and try five things at one time. Just find something simple that brings you happiness, something you can share with somebody else. I love going out with my daughter uh, here locally with my grandbabies. And, you know, we scoot around and uh, walk the streets of Santa Cruz, go down to the beach play or whatever, you just find something you love to do. And I'm telling you, being outside, there's nothing better Mm -hmm. than doing it outside. Nothing better.
0: Yeah, I agree. And one of the things that I I always try to do, because I was one of those long distance runners, I haven't run in a while because I had messed up my knee, but I always tried to smile at people that I encountered and say, good morning. And it's so funny, Russell, I know this may may or may (laughs) not be a surprise. You say good morning to some people, they look at you like you're a nut. (laughs)
1: Like, what are you talking to me for? I'm like, good morning, (laughs) like a goofball, but it's okay. Hey, it's amazing because, you know, I'm passing people all the time, rather, you know, I'm on the job or whatever. And it's amazing how many people walk with their head down and they, they don't even make eye contact, let alone say hi, right? And, and it's absolutely true, Jeff. It's um, when you say good morning, you say good afternoon, mm-hmm. you wave at them, just say a simple hi, you know, or what a beautiful day, whatever it is, right? And uh, you get all kinds of responses. But most of the time, if you initiate, they will respond, mm-hmm. you know, and but it does. It's, it's a very simple act of kindness, just to smile at somebody because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're dealing with. And that may be the only person they talk to that day. In two words, you know, three words, but um, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a great message.
0: Yeah, you can. It's everybody think the smash ball. Just think of that that story about the impact that you can make in not just one person, but in their whole family, which then spreads yeah. to community, and it just keeps compounding over and over you can never go wrong in moving and you can never go wrong in being positive, which is both of the messages that you're projecting.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're um, you know, I have a group of people that are here that are moving with me and um, you know, the thing about it is Jeff, is that, you know, I talk this message all the time. I talk my books up. I talk the move today, three, six, five. I talk about it all the time and I hear a lot of people say, Oh, I love that message. But the point is, it goes back to the kid this training, right? You can read the book and still do nothing. You can hear the message, move today 365, and go, Yeah, that's a great message, and still go back to your house and do nothing. It's the ones that I want to I want to hear that say, I heard the message, I'm out there doing it. Right. I've ran into a few friends just here locally. I don't keep in regular contact with them, but they follow me on Facebook. And they, um, you know, it's funny because the conversation that they brought up just in the last couple of weeks is like, hey, I love what you're doing about move today, 365. And I said, come join me. Right. Let's do this. You know, um, and I'd love to hear that feedback, but I also want action.
0: Yes. And I was thinking when you were talking, I think a great thing that we can ask the listeners to do, to do is when they get outside and they're taking you up on this move move today, 365 is tag him, tag him, tag me. Let's create consistency and make people jealous. Like what is this whole move today, 365? Like, why are they out? Let's encourage others to do the same thing. So if you are hearing this message and it resonates with you and you want to move, snap a selfie, nobody's going to make fun of you. Everybody's snapping selfies now and post it and tag us because I, we, we need more of this in the world.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We need people getting out. We need more community. We need families coming together. We need health, you know, and um, you know, I I hear about all these different things like, you know, pills you can take and losing weight and, you know, and, and genetically, obviously it has an impact on our lives and some people, you know, start, in the back right and they don't have that start um that a lot of people are offered in life and and so they have to work harder and they've got to do things to move past that but i just want to i just want to encourage people it doesn't matter what you've been given in life still get out and do what you can do i would just today i was driving from the job to here and i passed an elderly couple and he's got two ski poles and he's walking And I go, that's it right there. Don't let the fact that your legs are weak and they don't want to move or whatever, or you can't hold your balance, get out there and do it, right? And um, age, just try to persevere and just do the things that you can do, you know, to get out there. And I'm telling you, it'll breathe life into your soul.
0: What a great Message. I was getting ready to ask you what is the final message, but I think you just knocked it out of the park with that one.
1: Oh, so, man. Russell, how can people find and follow you? So I'm on Instagram, uh, Today 365 You can email me at Today 365 at yahoo.com. And coming up, if you want to uh, email me at Today 365 at yahoo.com, you can email me. Uh, The website is up. It's not completely finished, but basically there'll be a speaking opportunity for myself, advertising podcast, the calendar of move today, 365 dates will be on there. I've got merchandise. This all can be found at Russell, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-S, as in stephenrogers.com. And it's so uh, Rogers is dot com. Everything is on this website and um, there's merchandise on there. My books are on there. My books are on Amazon. They're also in Spanish. And uh, we're working right now to uh, launch an anniversary edition of these five books. we will be all in one coming up in June and they will be in a hardback, but there'll be an activity page at the bottom of each page. So encouraging parents and kids to just keep doing these activities, keep coming together, Keep moving. Keep moving. I can't say it anymore. Move today. Three, six, five. I'm so excited about it.
0: Let's go. I am too, man. That's awesome. I absolutely <laughs> love it. That's fantastic. I
1: appreciate it.
0: Well, Russell, hang on a second. Everybody, please follow this movement. It's it. There's no downside to it. Um, get out and move. Get in the sun. Get connected with people. This is so fantastic. I needed this in my
1: life today, Russell. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Thanks for your time today, man. Enjoy yeah. being on your podcast.
0: Yeah, no problem. Everybody, it's Russell Rogers. What if you were able to collapse time on learning all the valuable success life skills that you've learned over the past 10, 20 20, 30 years. Well, at Highlight Coaching and Consulting, that's exactly what we do. We focus on coaching teens and young adults the valuable success life skills that we've all had to figure out over decades of our life. Our mission statement at Highlight is it's our mission to equip youth with an undeniable sense of clarity and direction that inspires a lifetime of confidence, resilience, and continuous improvement. We offer in person and virtual options to our one on one private coaching as well as group coaching. And after working with a coach from Highlight, our clients have a better understanding of their mission, their vision, their values for their life, and a higher proficiency in the skills of time, task, and distraction management, just to name a few. So, the other thing that's great about Highlight is we have multiple coaches that you and your young person can choose from because a connection is so important and building trust is where it all begins so if you're looking to help your team and your young adult get further in life a lot faster reach out to highlight coaching and consulting today the information is in the show notes below